0: Good morning, everybody. Is it good to be here after this week's depressing news? (laughs) World War III about to break out, we hear in the news. But God is good and God is in control. He's all powerful. We must hold on to the fact that He is God. He is the one who controls the nations. We're not in the hands of the Americans, the British, the French, the Russians, whoever else is in the party, but we're in the hands of God. Some of you might know prophecy in terms of the final days, and and as you know your Bible, it it can be frightening to think that we are near to the end days, but this morning we're going to look back to the beginning. We're in Genesis, um, in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3. Then God said, in verse three, "Let there be light," and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and He called the darkness night. Evening came, and then morning, the first day. Just rest there for a moment. Word that really came on my heart, a Scripture come on my heart, was Romans 1:16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Of Christ, for it's the power of God to salvation to those that believe. And I really firmly believe this morning we're reading the gospel here that God said in the very beginning, Let there be light, and there was light. And he separated the light from the darkness. This is a powerful verse in the very beginning of Genesis that God Himself turns up. In Ezekiel it says, Ezekiel 43 and 2. Verse 2, and I saw the glory of God of Israel coming from the east. His voice sounded like the roar of mighty waters, and the earth shone with his glory. And that reminds me of this verse, that the glory of the Lord turned up. And what I want to share about this morning is three things. God's glory, God's governance equals God's abundance, is life. It's an equation to get your head around. An equation is this, that plus that equals that. God's glory, his governance, equals abundant life. And I want you to hear that this morning, that you can't just have God's glory on its own, but God's governance in your life. And those two things will equal abundant life. Not just normal life. Not dreary life. Not life waking up wondering what it's all about. Because here we see at the beginning of the world, the beginning of the earth, it was formless. Before God got involved. Before his glory shone on the earth. It is his glory that shone on the earth. It wasn't the sun, by the way. If you read on the sun isn't created yet. The sun was put in place on the fourth day. This is the first day. It was God's glory that shone on the earth. And some of us have found the glory of God in our lives. We've seen the light, as we say in in the the word. We said, you've seen the light? I've seen the light. I've encountered Christ. It's a marvelous thing. And I hope some of you who haven't encountered Christ, you need to encounter his light, because God is real. He is alive. He's with us right now. The God I serve is a God that's living I'm not on about Jesus, the baby, and the manger. I'm not on about Jesus that was kind and wonderful. I'm on about God of all creation. Elohim, we heard from Rob last week. The gods, the God, the Father, the Jesus in the very beginning, the Holy Spirit that was brooding over the waters. This is the very God of power that we serve. And this is the God that you need to know in your life. You need to know his light You need to have his light come into your life. So if you say, oh, but my life is so dark. Sometimes it's so difficult getting up in the morning. Sometimes I'm struggling with depression and I can't make it. I find it difficult to get to church. Well, I tell you, let God's light come into your life. If only you'll open up your heart to him. If you say, Lord, let your light shine. Let it be like the scripture says. Let there be light in my life. You know, we were at, um, sorry if I'm a bit... I've I've been pregnant with this for about two weeks now and I'm saying to Keith it's been difficult preparing because I know God wants to say something this morning. And I'm an analyst by trade by the way. I'm I'm an accountant and an analyst. I like to analyze things. I like to look at the history, the scriptures, look at the context. But God was brooding in me and I didn't know what he wanted to say. Not until this morning, not until this morning that he said to me what he wanted to say. But the thing is, is God is light. It's his glory plus his governance will grant you abundant life, eternal life. God's glory plus his governance equals abundant life, eternal life. You can't just have the glory of God. You need to know his governance in your life. Let's read on, shall we? In verse 5, sorry, verse 6. Then God said, let there be an expanse between the waters, separating water from water. So God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from the water above the expanse. And it was so. God called the expanse sky. evening came, and then morning, the second day. So here already we see that God is coming in and he's moving and he's beginning to separate. And in this separation, he is stating laws about the seas, about the land, about the sky. He's setting borders. He's bringing his rule. He's bringing his governance on the planet, on planet Earth. But it's the same. You know, there's a verse, I think I've already said it, Romans one16 I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God To bring salvation to those that believe. This is the gospel. The gospel in the very beginning of Genesis 1. This is God's explanation of how we created the planets. First God's glory and his light came. And then his governance came. And he began to set borders and controls. And he began to set boundaries. And that's what God wants in our lives. He wants to take your life. Almost as an individual planet. And he wants to bring life into your life. You know, we were born dead in sin because Adam fell. And we'll see that later on in the coming weeks as Genesis is looked a bit more closely. Our spirits were dead. And Christ came a second time. This is the first time he comes onto the planet. His light, his glory shines. His light, is life, his governance, he separates the light from the darkness. These are powerful things powerful things, there's more in this than we read that Christ comes and he has the power to separate light from darkness it's a big thing such darkness in the world today darkness that grips men's hearts people who are far away who don't know God whose hearts haven't been enlightened who haven't seen the light yet you need to know there is a light Lord let it shine today on every individual in this room. Let them know your light, Lord, as it was in the beginning, Lord. Let there be light, Lord. Let us see you for who you are, the God of the universe, the God, Lord, who holds everything in his hands, the God who reigns, Lord, who governs the planets, the universe. Lord, come and govern our lives this morning. Let us know your light, Lord, and let us know your governance, that we might know abundant life. Verse 9, then God said, let the water under the sky be gathered into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth and he called the gathering of the water seas and God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the earth produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and fruit trees on the earth, bearing fruit with seed in it, according to their kinds. Here comes the life, guys. Here comes the life. The result of God's glory. God's governance is bringing abundant life on the earth. And it was so. And God saw that it was good. evening came and then morning, the third day. You know, there won't always be day and night. God set Light from dark, day from night At the very beginning It says that Jesus is coming again And when he comes he will do away with night If we read in Revelations John's Revelation concludes with the end of sunlight and night In Revelation 22 verse 4 and 5 They will see his face And his name will be on their foreheads Night will no longer exist and people will not need lamplight or sunlight because the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. This glorious light of the Lord. You know, you take it when you read Genesis, the earth created in seven days and you read over it and you've read it so many times and you don't see that the glory of God is brighter than sunlight. We only have the sunlight was put in place to govern the light and the life that God gave in that first couple of verses. Why is it that, if I'm wrong, that there is not life on any of the planets in the universe for ours? Because the Son of God breathed light and life unto the planet. And the sun came when was to govern and to sustain that life. But the sun shines on Jupiter, the sun shines on Mercury more so. Why is there not life? We've landed on Mars, there's not life. Why? It's not the sun. I know it has great powers to sustain life, as it were. And we wouldn't be here if there was no sun. But it's the initiation of God, the sun, who spoke, let there be life, let there be light. He is about light. Just reading a couple of verses about that, just to give you a bit more. I'll put my glasses on, it's a bit small. 1 John 1.5, God is light and there is absolutely no darkness in him. 1 Timothy 6.16, he alone is immortal and dwells in unapproachable light. No one has ever seen him, nor can anyone see him. In James 1.7, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, with whom there is no shadow or shifting shadow. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Why is it that the devil, the demons, screamed out in fear when Jesus came on the scene? I have nothing to do with us, son of God. We know who you are, the demons cried out. Because he was the initiator of separating darkness from light in that early creation story, and here he comes now as a man dressed in the feeble clothes as a man, and they look, we know who you are, you are he who separated light from darkness, who has the power to set boundaries for the seas and for the land and for the sky. What a powerful God we serve they fear him. They fear his very name. You needn't be locked in darkness. You needn't be under the power of darkness. If you have things in your life which are out of control, it needn't be so. If you call upon the name of Jesus, he is the light. He will separate you out of darkness into that light. And then as you subject yourself into him, as you subject yourself into his word and his governance over your life, he will bring about abundance, abundance of life. I noticed John was here earlier. We had an Alpha course a few weeks ago. Sharon um, remembers. Uh, you know, you just come to these things about half a dozen of us and we're sat there and you think, Lord, just encounter people. Let them see who you are. This business about being the light, Lord. Let them know who you are, Lord. You're, you're worthy, Lord, to... I don't want to sit, Lord, and just come and talk nice and casually and socially about the things of God. It really gets to me because I really, I want them to know you, Lord. I want them to have an encounter. And John shared, you know, we prayed, it was Holy Spirit Day, and uh, Paul, I think it was, prayed with him. And John was just taking a basic, it's just the lights. It just, he just saw who God was. For that moment, and it transformed him. He stood up here a few weeks ago and he shared his testimony. And he actually wasn't meant to come to the Alpha Course, which is a training course, uh, an introduction to Christianity uh, and about the things that we hold to in a very simple way. Um, but our aim is that you will come into a, an environment where you're not threatened, where we're not Bible bashing you, maybe like I am doing this morning, but that you will come. And you'll just be relaxed. But that man had an encounter. He had an encounter with Jesus, with the light. And it changed his life. And he's going through hard times. And still will go through hard times. But as we give ourselves over to the governance of God in our life, then we have this side of the equation. We have life, life abundant. But it's powerful. In the beginning, the darkness... And it couldn't comprehend the light. The devil fears the name of Jesus. He fears his name. You know, I was in a prayer time seeking God for some months, uh, 18 months ago. And I remember at uh, Bible college, there was a couple of the lecturers that had stayed in a particular bed and breakfast and they were praying and these were men of God who rarely gave their lives to God. You know, they, they were full-time men. Who, who believed in the things of the Bible and preaching the gospel. And they both shared a couple of shit. I would stayed in this room, and as they were praying, that something come on them, and it was dark and wicked and evil, and in the name of Jesus, and it would flee. And I was seeking God, and I'd had a real touch from God, which was really powerful, which is why I'm standing here today. Um, because God has told me I must come, and I must speak his word and preach to the people who are in darkness who need to hear that there is a light there's a way out there's a way out for you to find Christ and as I was praying I had a real move of God over me and it was amaz- amazing this the touch of God that he came and I knew him closely and intimately and I knew he was real so real and I've served God since I was of age of 8 years of age I've backslidden twice in my life. And here I am, I'm in my bedroom and God comes and I had a real touch from God and it turned me around and he said to me, Dave, I want you back. And then I'm seeking God again for the move of God. Lord, I want more of you, I want more of you. I want to be transformed. And the devil came that night. I felt a roar or something. I don't know what was, and I wasn't afraid, I was indignant. I said, in the name of Jesus, and he fled straight away. There is darkness and there is light. It's true, folks, believe me, I'm testifying that to you not to scare you, but to say this is real. We are not playing church this morning. We're not coming here because it's a nice thing to do, to have tea and coffee at the back at the end of the sermon. And say, how do you do, Pastor? Nice to see you. I hope your week was fine. We're here to do business. We're here to do God's business. We're here to take hold of Him, and I really believe that happened this morning. I believe as we reach out in faith that we take hold of God, He takes hold of us. I was sat, sat in the back row, and <laughs> I couldn't. I, I just needed tissues. I didn't have it. and I, was, I just felt God's Holy Spirit, and that's what happens for me when God comes on me, is just the tears flow. And that's always been the case since I was saved. But that's the message I want to get to you today is God is light. He wants to govern your life. He wants you to hand over some of those areas in your life that maybe you've not held on. Maybe you've held on to them. And you're not knowing the fulfillment of God's life in your life because you're not You're not keeping to the equation. God's glory plus his governance brings abundant life. And in your life, as you embrace him, as you say, Lord, I want to give and surrender myself. I want to surrender all that I am. Everything is yours, Lord. Everything. And then bring us into our abundant life that we see there in the early chapter of Genesis There's an old song which says, Put your hands in the hands of the man who stills the waters. Put your hands in the hands of the man who calms the sea. Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently. Put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. It was an old 60s song, I think, showing my age. So what is the significance then of these short verses? That Jesus Christ is the life giver. He is the light of the world. He separates and brings the end of darkness and a void. And he separates the darkness from the night. He doesn't do away with the darkness, not yet. That will happen on his next coming. We've already read in Revelation, there will be no more night. The devil's not yet been totally dealt with. He's been separated. He's been given his boundaries and he can't cross them. And if we call on the name of Jesus, then we know we're his and we're safe. But there will come a time where there's no more night and the devil will be rounded up. And what do we learn about the power and the rule of God? He is a God of order and no darkness can be found in him. It said, remember we read that? In John 1, John 1, verse 5 God is light, and there is absolutely no darkness in him. Do I know and trust the Lord Jesus Christ, the light of the world? How can you come to know God personally? This awesome God, this awesome Christ. Well, he calls you. We, he is sovereign. He calls you. He's called you. The fact that you sat here this morning, he draws you. He draws near to you. And he promises, if you draw, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. It says he knocks on the door. And if you open that door and let him into your life, he'll come into your life. You know it's critical that you know him. He is the giver of life, of eternal life. There is no other. There's no other religion. We're not on about religion this morning. We're on about the God of the universe. We're on about Jesus Christ, who's part of that trinity, who's part of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There is no other way. There's not a belief method. We're on about a personal God who takes hold of you. He reveals himself to you in many different ways to me. He took hold of my hands and he said, David, I'm still here. To others, he shows the magnificent lights. He blows them away with his glory because he is the king of glory. But he is here. He's here as we gather, it says where two or three are gathered in my name, then I'll turn up. And by God, we saw him turn up again this morning. He turned up last week, you know, when you were awake <laughs> It doesn't need the fact that man's religion and organization and creeds, it doesn't need any of that. This is God who is alive. He has made the earth, the universe. He doesn't need men. He doesn't need men to perpetuate the Christian faith. Do you know that? He is spirit. He comes and he will make himself known to a stranger. There was a Muslim woman who, nobody told her about the Christian faith, but God turned up one day and she converted to Christianity. God turned up. It happened in my life. I was not raised a Christian, although I was eight years of age. I was raised in a rough council estate where I had to fight I was only young but it was fight every day in a rough estate until I went to a Christian camp in Ireland and God I knelt down I said Lord this is too good to be true all these people are so lovely I felt the love of God in the place and Lord I just want I want to ask you into my life if this is so real Lord come into my life that's your first step is to realise who he is That he is a God who is all-powerful. And that he can transform your life. You don't have to live in darkness. Darkness can't comprehend him. The light breaks through darkness. Jesus Christ is the light. So the first step is to let the light of the world into your life. Not Christian doctrine or creed or join a club. Let the living Christ come into your life. After you've let him into your life, and let him govern in your life. Now I say that, it's easy to say that. It's not easy. It's not easy to let God govern. To let him have his way, not your way. That's not easy, believe me. And I'm sure many Christians will say the same. If you're honest about that, it's not easy. But if we do, there is a reward. The other side of the equation is life in all its abundance. If we don't hold on to some of the worldly things that we count as valuables in this world, which are not valuable at all, they're empty. Yeah. Social media, Netflix. I remember we were in a, the Thursday night meeting and we were having our t- discussions and one of the ladies doesn't come anymore, sadly, but she'll be back. And she said, I love my Netflix. I find it very hard to come to church, come and join the Christians and come and share... With you guys, I like to sit at home and watch my Netflix. So much to do, so much to watch. But how empty a life is that? How empty a life? Social media. How many contacts have I got? 350 contacts. I've never met anybody, I've maybe never met any of them. Lonely, isolated lives. People are sat in darkness because they've not given themselves over to following what God says. And that says, don't forbade from coming together. It's important that we come together, that we are sharing our testimony together, that we stand and we give account of our faith in Christ Jesus, that we encourage one another while it's still day. So uh, let's learn to allow more of his governance in our life. A life void of his rule is like the sea's Out of control, sweeping over their boundaries as they wish, a life void of self-control, which is one of the fruits of the spirit. There we see at the beginning of the creation that the seas were given their boundaries. And I was going to go into Psalms 105, 104, I think it is. Dave nearly hits on it. 104, so I want to. It tells you more about the creation story, gives you more detail. But it says how he commands the seas and he sets their boundaries. He says, thus, so far, no more. He has power and control over the seas. And that's what he'll do in your life. Sometimes you'll have seas and you'll have stuff going on in your life that you don't feel like you've got control and power over. Well, let God's governance come into your life. And he will give take control and power. He'll give you the power to live by his Holy Spirit, to live a life of self-control. Titus 2 2. This is for me. Older men are to be level-headed, <laughs> worthy of respect, sensible, sound in faith, love, endurance. And I'll end with this: the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there's no law. Those who belong to Christ have, been crucif- have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So I'll say to you one more time, get hold of God's glory. See his glory in your life. Let him govern in your life. And the result will be life in abundance. Amen.